Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Paul. On this episode, we are reviewing the Netflix original movie, Eli. Uh, something to scream about is going to be the years 82 to 83 from the In Search of Darkness documentary. And our movie from the vault is the 1987 flick, Near Dark. Not, they, the, not, not none other than the 97, just... The 1987 Near Dark. Well, we'll see when we get to it. Simon will be disappointed. I don't know who Simon is. Fine. Um, (laughs) How are you, anyway? Yeah, good, thank you. (laughs) It's been a good couple of weeks. Good, good. Watched um, a good couple of movies. Uh, Yeah, what have you been watching? I watched, um, obviously I've watched The Eli, but there was another thing on Netflix. The Eli. The uh, the Eli. But I watched another one on Netflix called Wounds. Have you seen it? I've not, but I've heard of it. They were talking about, uh, talking about it on the Shockwaves podcast the other day. Ah, okay. Dakota Johnson and Arnie Hammer. Mm, any good? Looks like a good, should be good, good cast. Absolute dog shit. Okay, I'll give that one a wide berth. Um, if anyone out there understood what this fucking movie was about, love to hear from you. Because it threw me. I was like, this is fucking shit. I'm weird. And I really? thought, because it, it was weird, I like it, but I, I thought it was bollocks. Okay. So there you go. There's my review. <laughs> Good start. Great stuff. Great stuff. What about you? Um, I watched nothing. Apart from banging on about the Mandalorian. Yeah, brilliant stuff. But unfortunately, we can't. Well, can we talk about that? It's got a bit of help. Nope. Horror element. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just because you're a hater. No, I'm not a hater. Right. So should we? Um, should we get on some news? Enough of this waffle. Oh no, we're, we, before we get onto some news, we have done something amazing. I can't believe, I gave you like ample opportunity to like talk about it. So now I've got to bring it up. You've just remembered more like, and no. now you're trying to make me look like an idiot. You're a fool. <laughs> okay, we, me and Matthew's wife, myself and Matthew's wife, that's not really the right way. Matt's wife and me should be, took, uh, took you to... On London. a special day out. Spent, took him for a special day out on uh, last Friday. There's a thing Part go- of my ongoing 40th celebration. Yeah. Uh, there's a secret cinema event going on in London at the moment, which is celebrating all things Stranger Things. All things Stranger Things. All things Stranger Things. Um, and we got to experience it. And what evening. an experience that was. Fucking immense. I mean, So much fun, wasn't it? They've done a couple of these, haven't they? Like you said, the ho- we have done a horror one. They've done 28 weeks later or 28 days later 28 days later Blade Runner Star Wars Back to the Future Back to the Future Moulin Rouge yeah they've done a cut a few but this time they delved into a little bit of horror Mm. and it's just basically obviously we can't leave any spoilers for this because there's still it's still there we don't want to ruin it for people but it's just um, an absolutely brilliant immersive theatre event Mm. with plenty of alcohol what more could you want (laughs) So perhaps when it's out of the out of off of London, we might go and do a bit of spoilers for everyone and yeah, tell everyone should, what it's really about. Talk about it, when, yeah. it, when it's not there anymore, so because we don't know if anyone's going to be going to it, but I recommend it if you can get tickets. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. definitely do it. Definitely a one in a lifetime chance to just you know get involved in the in the things they use in the sets and stuff are unbelievable. You know, I mean, you're not allowed to take your phones in either, which I think. It's probably good because it just like leaves it to your memories and stuff. And you know, I, although I'd love to take some photos in there and stuff, 
it's just cool kind of not having your phone so it's like actually being in the 80s anyway yeah i felt naked but it's fine okay all right cool come on hit me with some news then yeah i got i got a couple of bits of news i forgot about that as well <laughs> so have you seen the good news the wes craven estate is talking about a possible listening let's say to people's pitches to new Nightmare on Arm Street movies. Yeah, I don't actually know what that means. Um, so what do you mean the Wes Craven's estate? I read, so have read this. Basically, a Wes Craven, whoever obviously inherited his estate, Okay. Um, they have the rights to Nightmare on Arm Street and the story. Um, and I think there's somebody else, I think obviously New Line Cinema... They own the rights to distribution to other countries. So it's a bit weird. But anyway, initially. But they're, ta- but they're taking pictures. They are. I mean, What'll be your pitch? My pitch? Yeah. F- what? For pitch new... me a new, you know, a new Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I have no idea, mate. I have no idea. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I'd say either get Robert England back or somebody new. I, I haven't got a clue, clue who, but make it. You know, I, I haven't got a clue about the story, but I think you need to... I don't know if I'd rather see it still in the 80s. I'd probably prefer it just to be still in the 80s rather than a reboot, up-to-date version. I never watched the new one, so I don't know what the new one was like oh, with them. It's not, um, not raw, Rorschach. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, he was okay, but the, the, it's just, the story around it was just... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even want to think about it, to be honest. Okay, picture this. Hmm. Drax... So we're talking um, Batista as a beefed up Freddy Krueger. And like literally no one can do anything to him. He just kicks everyone's ass. Like destroys a whole town. Just gets completely... That sounds like, that sounds like one of your dodgy movies you watch on sci-fi. Just stabs the shit out of people. None of this like sarcastic voice. It just yeah, but goes that's around. Not, that's not Freddy, is it? Yeah. It's one... like Freddy is about quippy one-liners and changing into things and manipulating in, in different ways and sh- shape-shifting and all this stuff. That's what I want. I want it back to the original kind of stuff where he kind of changes into shit, like a giant mosquito or something <laughs> stupid like that. <laughs> or, you know, I quite like to see, like, a bit of a Dream Warriors 3 kind of comeback where they have fights and the people who are dreaming can change change themselves into stuff like that kind of thing. That was probably cool. the most, that was probably one of the most entertaining. Mm. So yeah, the fact that they can sort of like perhaps kick his, well not kick his ass, they definitely didn't kick his ass, but mm. you know, have those sort of like n- nightmare, dream, dream powers and yeah. stuff like that. That was quite cool. Yeah, something like that would be I'd awesome. Quite, I quite like that. Yeah. There you go, pitch. <laughs> That'd be cool. There you go, that's our pitch. But anyway, <laughs> from that long winded segment, um, <laughs> Uh, this is pretty cool. Marilyn Manson has dropped uh, a new song. He's done a cover of The Doors' um, This Is The End. Oh, wow. It's featured on the Stan TV show, uh, but it dropped today, which 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 was cool. I've not heard it yet, but I loved his um, uh, Lost Boys song. He did, um, oh, what's the song? Thou shall not. He did that one, and it was really, really good, and I really like that. So I'm looking forward to listening to this one. Um. You can chime in any time you like. <laughs> Keep going, buddy. Fucking prick. What else you got? <laughs> so, Netflix has renewed Black Summer. Did you watch Black Summer? 
Uh, I did. I fucking love that series. It's like six yeah, episodes it long. It's one of the best things of this year. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about it in our roundup of the year, but um, it looks like they've got second season coming back in 2020, which I can't fucking wait for. Yeah, I know. I man. absolutely loved that TV show. There's some really unique episodes in that. Yeah, it's just so out there. and It's such a breath of fresh air watching that. I just can't wait. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I'd really watch that again. Enjoyed. That was quality. And last bit of news I've got is... Uh, my friend and yours, uh, Fede Alvarez, is, um, let's say, he's penning and directing some new kind of stuff with his writing partner. And apparently they, they're bringing out a new movie. And they've said it's like The Shining set in the White House. Oh, which wow. Is, which is quite interesting. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like what he does. Um, I love his Evil Dead reboot. I love Don't Breathe. And um, this uh, he he's taking the horror edge again with this. So. You do hush as well, did he? No, no, no that's, that's not him. That's not him. That's Mike Flanagan. Right. Okay. Yeah. Got mixed up. So uh, your horror card is um, been taken away from you. So it's fine. I get it. <laughs> I'll I'll get it back in a minute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What what you got? Well, I got a couple of bits mm. that you took away from Mary Brush friend. The the Black Friday's upon us. You know, that's a horror show as, it, as much as it is in America. Tell me about it. You don't have to work in retail on Black <laughs> Friday, so I don't know what you're on about. But there's um, something for you American uh, listeners out there. Not um, There is a... Long like, pause. It's, it's getting interesting. It's like, it's like X Factor. Black Friday is basically... <laughs> um, there's a thing called Shout Factory TV, which is a streaming service. Yeah, so they make DVDs as well. Like yeah. Shelf, actually, yeah. And um, on Black Friday, they are doing an all-day marathon of the 1986 Chopping Mall. I'm How fucking cool this. with that? How so, cool. But it's, it's literally all day. Yeah, showing the same 24 hours live stream. And it can be viewed on www.shoutfactorytv.com. So I'm, I'm going to have a look, uh, see if, it's, if we can access it. Because if I can, then I'm fucking all over that shit. We're going to just watch it all day. Well, a couple of times. <laughs> um, what else we got? Oh, um, this you, this one you like. Um, Karen Kuzuma, who did Jennifer's Body and The Invitation, is basically being set to direct a pilot episode for a Showtime, potential Showtime series called Yellow Jackets. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's described as a coming-of-age survival drama. But the interesting thing is it's got Christina Ritchie and Juliette Lewis tied to it. Mm-hmm. Um let the, me guess, Juliette Lewis is going to be playing a mum again. <laughs> she did great at that. The project centres on a wildly talented high school girls soccer soccer team. And her mum. <laughs> who become the unlucky survivors of a plane crash deep in the Ontario wilderness. According to Showtime, Yellow Jackets chronicles their descent from a complicated but thriving team to warring cannibalistic clans while also tracking the lives they've attempted to piece back together nearly 25 years later proving the past is never really the past and what began out in the wilderness is far from over oh that sounds quite it's a a a TV show yeah yeah at the moment it's just a pilot that they've like you know so it might not get picked up but Mm. if you know Alive was quite popular when it first came out Alive yeah remember that yeah yeah the, the movie yeah. Yeah, so, where they eat each each other. This could be a bit bit interesting. We haven't had a, we haven't had any cannibals for quite a while. Green Inferno was probably our last one, mm. so that should be pretty cool. There's also um, talks. I can't remember how deep the talks are at the moment, off the top of my head. 
of a an American Werewolf in London reboot. Mm, I've heard about this. Our friend yeah. uh, Katie Stewart let us know about that on Facebook. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've so, heard rumblings of this. We're quite excited if that's actually true. Yeah, it all depends what route they take. But yeah, quietly excited about that one. Yeah, I just felt straight reboot. No, no, like modernise it maybe a little bit. When you like a different story, just a totally different story? Nah. No? Nah. Okay. Just, or maybe set it, set it in... I, I, see, I, I personally, set I think it in the, Bristol. the ori- original one is just, it's just too hard to kind of redo that. It's wondering whether they're how far, how deep they will go into the practical effects and stuff like that. If they will bother and wasted their time with it, that's the problem. I just don't know if they'll get... Because obviously the original has that certain tone about it and it's an era and it's like pushing the boundaries of, of, of special effects and stuff. I just don't know if they can get the beats right with that nowadays. I mean, don't get me wrong, special effects is, is like at its best at the moment, but it's just like, yeah, just there's a certain magic with the first one, isn't there? But we'll see. I'm, we'll see. I'm, I'm quietly... I know excited. Werewolf Dan will be interested in that one, so uh, mm. that's, that's one for him, bit of news for him. Cool. All right, that's all I got, bad boy. Okay. You got anything else? I have not got any other news today. All right, cool. Well, let's get on to our main review then. No problem. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guessed my name. But what puzzling you is the nature of my game. Stuck around St. Petersburg. When so we have not been to the cinema this week. We have gone to our friend and your friend, Netflix, to watch a Netflix original. He's a reliable pal. Yeah, old old Netflix. <laughs> um, we have watched Eli. So, a boy receiving treatment for his autoimmune disorder discovers that the house he's living in isn't as safe as he thought. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, it stars uh, the lovely, well, Kelly Riley, who plays Rose, the mum. We know her from Eden Lake, which is pretty cool. See, I, I knew I knew her from somewhere. She's got that really distinct face, really well, yeah, sort of weird sort yeah, of Yeah, the hair face. and the face, and I was I know her from somewhere. Because she's English in real life, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so we've got um, Charlie Shotwell, who plays Eli, um, new up-and-comer. We'll get more onto that in a bit. Max Martini as uh, Paul, the dad. Or, or an old favourite, Lily Taylor, who plays Dr. Horn. She was obviously from The Haunting. And the nun. And the nun in this. Mm-hmm. And then we got Sadie Sink. Yes, from Stranger Things. From Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. I, I didn't even know she was in this. She just popped up and I was like, ah, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Not in it enough, but, you know. That's just me. The ginger. I think she's great. The ginger one. Mm. So, yeah, we're, like, we're excited about this. I mean, okay, I sort of pushed you on to watching this. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. what did you think initially? Um, I initially, like, I saw the trailer, and the trailer didn't do it any justice. I Wasn't mean, it? I'm, I'm, yeah. As you know, I'm not a massive trailer fan. Uh, but when I saw the trailer, I was just like, oh, another one of these kind of like haunted house blah 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 gonna scare the shit out of me yeah well not me but um and i thought you know and then obviously you said let's do it for the pod so i was like awesome yeah let's do it um 
initially when it got it takes a while to get into it um but it kind of has the same beats as a, a, a lot of other horror movies i've seen in it um as i've seen a, you know i just think some scenes i've seen done better in other movies especially after seeing like you just touched on like um uh haunted of hill house uh seeing stuff in that and that the bits out of this just i just like i felt a little bit kind of like just like I was referring to the Catherine Zeta Jones haunting that shows that haunting. Oh, the haunting. Do you remember the haunting? Uh, I don't think I've seen it. Stars Catherine Zeta Catherine Zeta Jones. That's House on the Haunted Hill. Nah. Is she not in House on the Haunted Hill? No, there's a film called The Haunting, which is a remake of The Haunting back uh, in the 50s when it had Lily Taylor in it. Oh, I've not seen it. Oh, okay. I've not seen oh, this. Well, you might have to check that bad boy out, mate. It's not bad. It's like I think it's like mid 90s or something like that. Oh yeah, crap era. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. I just you know, it, but as the film progressed, then I started to kind of my ears pricked up a little bit, and I got way more interested in it. But yeah, what did you think? Gave me goosebumps all the way through, man. You you like your ghosties? Though, yeah. Don't you? Well, I didn't see like it, but there was this like I was watching it. I was uncomfortable, and like I was a bit. I was a bit, you know, I was a bit scared at some point. Did really? actually, did there was some? I thought the ghosties and stuff like that, the things that they were doing and the way that they were doing it was like quite eerie. It made me, yeah, it definitely, definitely touched the the horror nerve. I liked um, when they were kind of like, um, you didn't see him and they were kind of pushing him about and his like his pajamas were getting like pulled yeah that was pretty getting dragged down the corridor that and stuff was pretty like. freaky but by that point i was like at the point of where i was kind of twigged that they weren't bad i was thinking maybe they're not bad well yeah because you knew I, that they were helping him out kind of yeah and that, and that didn't make me that took away the the my scaredness kind of away a bit i'll tell you what the journey that this movie went on i was suckered in to that it being a hospital mm. i didn't see the sinister undertone or the or what they the real reason that they were there right until the end i mean this movie oh i didn't we're gonna have to, i didn't guess that no. yeah we're gonna have to spoil this but guys yeah, i mean it's available it on netflix but so hopefully you guys some of you have seen it but the one the people i've spoken to that have watched this mm. really liked it yeah and there's like i spoke about a couple of people at work mm. a couple of people who listen to the pod and this it's generally well been well received yeah. as a horror movie, and I think it's a testament to the end, not maybe some of the other stuff like the breathing on the, you know, the windows and stuff like that. But for it to be sort of like this movie about like healing him mm. is what you think. You think he's come to this hospital to be healed, mm. and. Like he's going through some awful thing in the back room that we don't really get to see, mm. and we don't know what is actually going on, and we just we just think, oh right, he's allergic to everything outside, so he can't breathe, he can't do yeah. anything, and that's not the real re- that's not the real reason, no, the real I, thing that's going on. I like the fact that they kind of prey on that fact of oh prey, that's good. Like. Oh, <laughs> they um they prey on the fact that kind of like are uh, you know there is something go- fishy going on here 
which obvious that's obvious we we know that from the start they get there for christ's sake but there's something eerie about it there's something weird about the 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 main doctor there's something weird about this house there's something strange and it kind of neighborhood it leads you down that path of thinking oh here we go it's a ghost story these people who have gone to the hospital have been tortured and maimed and they're there and they're trying to tell him that there's something going around like so many other kind of ghost stories and you're thinking oh that's why i was thinking at that point but it's quite far in at that point i was thinking oh that that's what it is and there's a point as well which i liked um they kind of made fun of themselves by the kid was talking to the girl from strange things and he was like oh don't tell me that you're a ghost and I thought that yeah, because I thought she, I thought she was. Yeah, I, thought she, through, I thought I thought she was in in his yeah. in his head in his imagination. It's like, what's this yeah. girl doing out the back it of this house? It was either a ghost or his imagination. Yeah, Do you know, I, an imaginary I, friend or something like that. I, I completely called that like yeah. early on, and I was like blown away. Like that's what I thought. I thought they can't be leading down that path. Surely, it's all been kind of done already. And I like the fact that they took the piss out of that kind of yeah. almost yeah. in front of you. Um. And I there were bits. Don't get me wrong. There were bits up to that I really liked. Like you know, the, the some of the effects, like when they look into the window and you can, can see the reflections and stuff, and, and it's quite eerie and stuff. Um, but then it finally gets to the point, and I think it, it it does take quite a while to get to that point. But the payoff is really good. The payoff and, is and amazing. And I really, in, I kind of enjoyed it from that point. Like the last 20, like 20 minutes was just like fantastic. You sort of suddenly see this like hospital turn into unravel into, I don't know, more that like there's some kind of religious like, overtone. And then you're sort of pushed into, okay, hang on, who's this doctor? And you're sort of following. And I, I really like this like Charlie guy. I, I thought he really like pulled me along the story because I'm like, well, with, the kid. Yeah, I'm really with him in terms of I like. I didn't like him. Nearly. I didn't like him at all. Oh, I thought he was great. There's something about that that age of like I don't know why I just and I I don't know if you're supposed to completely be on his side because of what happens near the end and maybe that's I thought maybe that is a good reason because I there's just something about him I didn't like too bratty yeah maybe he's like, a bit of a brat a little bit yeah I just didn't just like. I know this is going to sound terrible, but it's even down to his haircut, and like, it's it's just really annoying. It's kind of a bit annoying, and kind of a, a little bit kind of like Mate, you're allowed to hate children. It's fine. Yeah, but I don't because that's the point. It's just like I I look at things like Stranger Things, and they're all brilliant, and it's just like oh yeah, yeah. And you know, I know that he's not a straight out of Spielberg acting school or anything like that. But and don't get me wrong, I don't I don't think his acting was bad. There was just something about him that I didn't like. Hmm. And maybe I was supposed to. Cause... Yeah, well, that's the way you felt. Hmm. I mean, we'll just talk, let's, let's dive into this last little bit then, mate, because there's a lot to talk about and lots to digest, I think. Yeah, yeah, last we'll bit. talk about the twist, yeah. Well, I Go mean... Go on, you, you tell me what it's all about. Oh, you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come I mean, on, give it to me. He's down in the cellar and... We're not, we, we sort of, his father sort of turns, doesn't he? His father sort of turns a bit funny. His mum sort of turns funny, wants to get him out there. And you're like, hang on, 
he's got this disease that they're trying to cure and it's like you can't just take him out of the fucking house otherwise... yeah I thought his mum was a bit of a dick yeah towards like... the end because she's the one that's kind of on his side yeah you kind of know that his dad's a prick because his dad's being a prick all the way through it yeah did they allude to like his the dad was kind of saying I'm faithful did that did that mean does that mean he's saying that the mum was a bit of a harlot she's obviously had an affair <laughs> Yeah, well, we find out what yeah. we find Is out that, at that, the end. That's obviously what that connects to. Um, but did you not think the dad was? Yeah, like... he's resentful. I think he's very resentful. Yeah, and he sort of. I think he kind of, you know, he, he he likes his son, but I also think that he's kind of a shit. I tell you, what we didn't talk about is the fucking weird beginning. What's that? The weird beginning when they like taking out of this shitty motel. Yeah. And they've got these weird, like, you remember the, like, cabin fever when they had that sort of weird, like, hillbillies and stuff? Yeah. And that weird kid did the weird karate moves. Yeah. There's all this weird scene with this group of people who are, I mean, he's in, this poor kid, we're led to believe, is, like, allergic to everything. He's in a space suit, basically, to Mm. keep him out. And these fucking arseholes are just ripping him in. Yeah. And they, like, start lobbing stuff at him. And, like, he falls over. I'm like, fucking bastards. Yeah. I hope they get their comeuppance. And we're fine. We're, now we're going to go into why we they could get their comeuppance. True. Because it turns out that he's not getting cured. And he's basically getting exercised. Yeah. And we're like, okay, fuck, cool. He's possessed. But that doesn't really explain much about why he's saying that he's allergic to everything. Mm. And it turns out that his mum and his dad have been feeding him like holy water. And that's why... He comes out in all these blisters and stuff. Um, and he's completely sort of oblivious to the fact that he's sort of possessed. Mm. And they sort of kept him, I don't know, at bay with this sort of holy war until they can get to this special place where Dr. Horn's going said that she can exercise him. And if not, there's an alternative where, you know, lo and behold, she's already killed fucking three kids. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and he's he's fucking next if if yeah. if it, if he she can't like work the exorcism yeah yeah because it turns out the devil is a bit of a hoe and he's going around shagging people mm. and putting his little seed in in you know in into the mountain earth which we've seen the story before but doesn't it doesn't she say that she I I don't know whether she couldn't have kids. And this is why she she done a deal with him. Yeah, well, she done it. She, she, she pr- said that, she prayed. She prayed. She prayed. Yeah. And then turned to the other side and like yeah. made a deal with the devil. So right. the devil fucked her, basically. Right. And uh, he's the spawn of Satan. Yeah, yeah. But it's not obviously the first time that it's happened. Yeah. And we learn that there are others. That you know, because the, the randy little bugger that the devil is is um, <laughs> fucking loads of people and putting putting loads of spawns. Well, I'm not being funny. If somebody comes to him and says, "Look, put your seed inside me," you know, well, well you know, maybe you know, he wants to take over the world. He's got to have somebody to to kind of uh, take over his throne when he's uh, gone to devil hell. Yeah, but it's just fu- this bit and this last bit is so bizarre. You've got this. Where he's sort of learning about it, and it's like this whole dramatic scene. He's got these three like nurses and the doctor like spinning round him in upside down crucifixes, like burning. I like that. I Fucking like that scene. great scene. They didn't scream enough for my liking. I no. reckon there's probably a cut where there's a lot more screaming and a lot more kind of like stuff going on. But he's just he's just like that's crazy. That yeah, bit. and he's becoming 
and his mum's sort of telling him what's going to happen and he's trying she's trying to sort of like calm him down and then his dad's trying to calm him down his dad's trying to kill him and he does something absolutely wonderful to the dad oh, yeah, yeah, this absolutely. is this came out of nowhere mm. it's like a martyrs or it's like a yeah, I don't know. What would you like a day, a Cronenberg moment? Maybe not Cronenberg, no, but no, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah kind of like a head exploding kind of yeah. thing going on, like but face smash. The, the the makeup is incredible. Yeah, it's really good. I really I thought that was a really good bit. That really clever. He just sma- he just like makes his makes his dad's head kind of cave in at the front. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. But his dad was a dick. So his dad right. was a dick. So. Do you not think that his dad? That role was meant for Brian Cranston. Yeah, it felt like that. <laughs> it did, didn't it? I was like, they wanted Brian Gran- Cranston, but they just got somebody who looked a bit like him. I've seen him. In other, I've seen him in other stuff. I can't, but he's yeah. Right. I know what you mean. But yeah, and then we, you know, then he's now he's the we know he's the son of the devil, and yeah. then we he sort of go out and he's like all badass, and his mum sort of like. Mm, this is this is it was a bit weird the end. Oh, I loved it because it went from strange. it went from a horror movie. And like a ghosty supernatural thing to an exorcism. Yeah, I like movie. that. I like, I like and that. And then, cool. and then you're sort of like, oh my god, this has become this come almost like preacher. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. they sort of like the we we then learn that Haley, um, the one the strange things chick, is um, actually real, and she's the daughter of the devil, and that's why she's hanging about there, um, trying to like coax him and stuff like that out, keep an eye on him, keep an eye on him and that. And then we get this kind of like she's great actor. She's just like they do tie they do tie up a bit with her though. It's just like and it just felt like they're trying to tie up a loose end where he was like, well, how come you didn't help me? And basically she turns around and says, oh, we had to see what you could do and you had to fend for yourself, kind of thing. And it's like daddy likes to make you work for it. Yeah, I just thought it was a bit. I was bought in. I want to see. I want to see a road. I want to see a road movie with those three in it. See, so the mum driving. I, do you know what I was two. thinking when it got to the end? I was thinking, oh, this is this could turn a bit bright, Bernie, at the end oh, when he puts bad. the hood up and he gets in. I just want to hey, see. Maybe you could have a crossover like Brightburn versus Eli. Oh, face off, <laughs> mate! I want to see the Chronicles of Eli. The Chronicles of Eli. <laughs> oh. That's the next one. The Eli Chronicles, mate. And honestly, Road trip two. <laughs> yeah, I want to see him going across the country, causing shit and tearing up the world. I just thought it was fucking brilliant. As long as, as long as the girl from Stranger Things gets more of a part in this time, maybe she gets to do some badass shit as well. Yeah, like brother, half brother, half sister, tearing shit up. That's all I want to see. Road movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's... looking for their dad because they're angry at him. Yeah, they're on the way. They're gonna find daddy. Mm. I, I don't know I kind of really kind of like who, that who, who would you have as pl- to play as dad what the devil yeah oh fucking hell I don't know like it's got to be some like John Hamm John, that's probably, <laughs> but that's a suave devil isn't it it's like yeah, yeah I could see that that's John, good, John good, Hamm good pick <laughs> good pick I, I'm with you there all the way man yeah like sat he's probably sat there with his like whiskey just like sipping away going oh, what the, where the fuck have you guys been yeah fucking yeah. right but yeah, not too bad. I, I Plus, I want to see that conversation between him and his and, and the mum. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Remember me? Good <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, no. I I think it's or Fastbender. Reunite, reunite him and her and Fastbender from yeah. from Eden Lake. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very good. Um, but all in all, I think. 
you know, as it started, I was a little, like I said, I was a bit, oh, here we go, same old, same old. But then when the, the kind of heel turn happened, the like twist, twist, I, I was way more invested. Um, so, you know, that made it a lot better for me. Um, so I did enjoy it. At the end, I did enjoy it. Cool. Well, what are you thinking about rating this one? This um, I'd say for me, it's probably a six out of ten. Okay, I'm going to go for a bit higher. I like, I liked it a little bit. I got seven for mm. me. I, nice. I just thought there was some really good. It just, it was like you said, maybe middle of the road for most of it until the ending, and the ending just pushed it up. Cause mm. I just thought it was really fucking cool. So apparently, allegedly. People have been saying since they've watched the film, they, they start seeing things. Yeah, I have not seen anything. Is that, are you sure? I mean, I see things anyway, so I don't really know. I can see something behind you now, man. Ooh, scary. Oh, God. <laughs> What's that? I, smoo- I was smooching it. Oh, yeah, you'd make a deal, you'd make a deal with the devil straight up, wouldn't you? Uh, oh, I, am. I, know you're, I know your game. Right then, so that's uh, that's Eli done. Eli. Main reviews. So we got to talk about what's uh, on our next seven breaths out of ten. Seven breaths out of ten. Six from me. Yep. Um, but yeah, on our next episode, we hopefully this time we'll be getting hold of little monsters and maybe that's what we're aiming for again. And might uh, change if something else drops on yeah. Netflix or something. Who knows? Eh? There's a lot coming out. You never know. Wait and see. All right then, let's get <laughs> onto our something to stream about. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? And we're back with our something to scream about and our discussion tonight. <laughs> American now. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on. But we're basically You're doing... doing a southern accent instead. I can't even attempt that. Oh, go on. What's the southern accent? What's the southern... You know, like, Texas and all that, like... Howdy, cowboy. <laughs> Some of that? No? <laughs> that was shit, I wasn't just, it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> so, I'm not helping you, mate. We're on to our second discussion of um, In the Search of Darkness. Yes, we are. And you've watched 82, we're doing what years, Matthew? 82 to 83. 82 to 83, and you've watched this this time? Of course I have. Fully? Obviously, yes. Okay, so you've seen the lovely Tom Atkins doing his little talking I love heads. Tom Atkins, man. I want him to be my dad. How how are you finding the second, the these these two years that he's moved on now? Fantastic. Yeah, it's getting yeah. some really good stuff, yeah. They talk about a lot of stuff we're as well to, in between. We're getting to the creme de la creme. Or 82 and 83? Well, you know, the whole of the 80s was the creme a la creme, but, you know. It's so cool, though, isn't it? I love it. I love it. It's so, it's so, so good. I can't wait. It's Like I said, I can't wait for the Blu-ray to come through so I can watch it all again. Oh, well, talking of that, I got another email saying it's due out in the next couple of weeks, I think, that we Ooh. might actually get that. Oh, my God. I can't wait for the I'd special features. That'd be Christmas come early. Oh, please. Do we get a T-shirt? No. Nah. Get a Graham Humphrey signed print, though. Happy of that. <laughs> Herbert West <laughs> right come on let's talk about it. so absolutely loving this bad boy at the moment they've done a great job we're going to run through the movies from 82 hit me and 83 and uh, obviously we, this hit is me good with your horror I, stick I had a lot quick. Go on. 
I had a lot um, not ticked. Oh, from these ones as well? No, last time. Oh, yeah. But this time... I think you'll find you'll get loads more ticks going forward now because you, as it goes on, obviously you would have seen a lot of the later 80s, I yeah. think you probably would have. Definitely, yeah, I hope yeah. I hope so. Yeah. But let's go through. So the first one on the list is Poltergeist. Oh, mate. That was 82. Well, and we've done it for the... one of my favourites. It's just oh, the 80s all rolled into one, and it's Spielberg. They Toby, drilled Toby Hooper, Toby Hooper, Spielberg, everything about him. Yeah, it's just it's oh. a fucking perfect. It's a perfect movie, pretty much. Pretty much, it's yeah. one of my favorites out no, of the 80s. Yeah, definitely. So, we've both seen this one, we both loved it, and we talked about it for death it's, it's, it holds a place in our hearts than a childhood feeling yes definitely it's great, it's great gateway horror. great gateway horror it's a fucking terrifying moment Although it's terrifying <laughs> you're right because it's spiel, got that kind of spielberg shine on it mm. with the toby hooper sort of like edge yeah darkness it's still get away of watching it as a kid and he did direct it not mm, he definitely did the next one oh Possibly the best movie in the, out of the eight come out of the eighties. Period. The thing. May do, do we need to say anything more? <laughs> We've said a lot. It's like you know, it, special effects of of all time. The best, the best of the best. It's just like yeah, we don't even have to speak about that. One. And it was a flop, yeah. but we yeah. bloody loved it. And not until. Last episode, did I watch this one? Halloween free season of the witch they talked about. Classic. And we had lovely Tom Akins like talking about his stuff, talking about that stupid. He actually sings the song as well, doesn't he? Oh, no, I love that bit. I was like, brilliant. It's just excellent. I think I got it down now as well. Three more days till Halloween. 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 Three more days till Halloween. But silver shamrock. Oh god, it's fucking annoying. Brilliant. So fuck, but it gets under my skin. Yeah, the more I'm seeing pumpkins in my sleep at the moment, mate. It's not healthy. (laughs) It's that Eli film. Have you seen this one? I fucking hope you have because I haven't, and I I really kind of want to get hold of it. Cue the winged serpent. I have. No, I watched this. Oh really? I I watched this when I was really, really young. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't think it was rented. I think it might have been like on TV, like. Uh, late, I don't know, but it, I I was a massive fan of like stop go mo- uh, stop go motion stuff. Jason like, the Argonauts, all obviously that. Yeah, all yeah. the Ray Harryhausen stuff and that. I was well into that, and I can't. I don't know for the life of me who showed me this movie, um, but I'm pretty sure it's taped off the TV. Like my dad had taped off the TV or something like that. But um, it wasn't really scary as such. It was just more of a kind of like it. Yeah. It was just more of a kind of movie that was just kind of a creature feature film. Yeah, it looks like a fist in that B-movie B bracket. This dragon just goes round and just fucking flies through the sky and just grabs people and kills people and they have to try and find it and kill it. I'm well up right. for watching this at some point. It's man. brilliant. I've, I've actually got one in my eBay waiting list like Ooh. on DVD. You can't get it on Blu-ray, but I, was, I, was, I might just buy it on DVD. Just to watch it because it's fucking hilarious. Who's well. di- who directed that? Cause it was Larry Cohen. Larry Cohen. Because yeah. he talks about it and mm. on there. Fucking great, man. It looked awesome. Yeah, I awesome. love that because he talks about the way that <laughs> they went up in a helicopter and shot all the aerial stuff. Before putting the... <laughs> and then they took it to the special <laughs> effects and they're like, you're going to do that after. 
<laughs> and it's like, well, there it is. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it, yeah. <laughs> Fill your boots. I love that. <laughs> oh, he's brilliant. Shrugged his shoulders. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really, really, it's like, I don't know how much of it stands up nowadays, but I thought it was cool when I saw it. Like, the creature's pretty cool and stuff. Looks pretty fucked up and yeah, weird. Yeah, it's Such a weird name, Q the Winged Serpent. Yeah, it's weird. like really, like, really kind of like Dungeon Dragons-y. So, like even the covers like drawn by like one of the famous kind of like guys that does all Dungeon Dragon it looks like that but it's not it's just like a, <laughs> just a dragon that goes around fucking shit up which is cool fair play I'd love them to make it now I'm like, well up for it like an updated version it'd be fucking amazing Cloverfield basically yeah but <laughs> like flying <laughs> brilliant um, and then oh, oh Stephen King's is it Stephen King? yeah Stephen King and George A. Romero um, Creepshow yeah yeah uh, they're sort of um, a horror anthology, yeah. which obviously they, you know, they're now doing again. Um, and there's, a, you know, there's a couple of iterations of Creepshow. Mm. I've got a lovely, lovely DVD of Creepshow. Mm. It's just such a nice sort of case and stuff like that at home. I fucking love the stories that this one was told. It was very Twilight Zone, but, yeah. very, but very Stephen King sort of It's feeling. kind of the beginning of the whole kind of anthology kind of stories, wasn't it? It was like horror kind of side of things yeah because they'd done twilight zone they'd done yeah. um, at that time and they'd done the other one which was what tales from the crypt Does i that think that was uh, uh, after? that was after possibly but yeah but yeah it's, it's spawned a lot of stuff and it's uh, definitely it's just like brilliant stuff it's like you know you can't beat that team up can you you know what i mean you can't Story beat that fucking skeleton man i love the skeleton dude he's so yeah. cool yeah yeah ted danson as well isn't it oh yeah that's brilliant i love that I didn't realise, I totally forgot Ed, Ed Harris because they showed a picture yeah. of Ed Harris doing some really cheesy dancing. Like, yeah. What is it with like massive actors doing cheesy dancing? Wow. It's funny as fuck. And also just the calibre of actors that are actually in the bloody thing. Yeah, you forget about it, don't you? Yeah. A lot of big big film stars get their roles in tiny little things. Before. But they did that in like, you look at like say Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone had what, was it that, not Bill Murray? Oh, Twilight Zone had so, so many. So many actors yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. It's weird. So fucking cool. But that's all they did for 82 in that documentary. It didn't go too much. 83, though. Mm. But here we go. We're moving on. Haven't seen the first one that we're going to talk about. Videodrome. Have you? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Of course you bloody are. Cronenberg. Yeah, it's stuff. a weird one, yeah. A proper weird Cronenberg movie. thing is about it that, that, I, that puts me off. Every time I think about watching it, it's mm. got James Spade in it. No, yeah, James Wood. James Wood, yeah. Well, I can't fucking Robert watch Cop. a movie with James Wood in it. Why? Because I just think he's, I don't know. I just I think I find him more annoying than Dennis Quaid. De- what, him, I got what a pro- did you find annoying? I got a about? problem with Dennis Quaid, and I got a problem with James Wood. Okay. I mean, he was in that Strange. film. He's in that. He was in uh, John Carpenter's Vampires, wasn't he? Hmm. And he wasn't too bad in that. He had a leather jacket on, but I don't know. I think he's it's... like Robocop. Yeah, he's such a douche in Robocop. <laughs> I can't, I don't like him. I don't like him. I, I I think I think it's because he's a good actor and he just plays douchebags from the eighties. And I, I remember apparently he's not that nice in real life. Uh, and it's all that sort of Family Guy stuff as well. Mm. Uh, so, but I don't know. I don't know. That's what puts me off. But the 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 special effects and the, the um, pictures that they showed on there, yeah, of like what it is. I'm like, fuck. Oh, definitely has to be seen. That definitely has to be seen. It's just weird and wacky strange but yeah it's one of those kind of has ha, you have to see yeah, yeah like extra <laughs> yeah 
There's nothing wrong with X-Ray. Oh, this next one's weird. I haven't seen it either. Um, but I kind of want to, in a really obvious way, called The Hunger. No, I haven't seen this. I've it's always just... picked this one I've picked up and I've always looked at and I've always been intrigued by it and I've always wanted to see it. Is I it because it's sexy done... vampires? No, because it's, it's got um, David Bowie in it. I really want to... Is this the sexy vampire one? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah Bowie, think... Bowie's in it. Yeah, I just really wanted to see it because it's just like... I don't know, I just feel like I should have seen it and it's just like... It doesn't look, ama- it doesn't look amazing. Um, but it's... It Very art like... house. Well, yeah. But I'm not, I don't care. That doesn't bother me. All right. Cool. Uh, I do, I one do one for the list then. One another vampire one to watch at some Maybe. point. Psycho two. Uh yeah yeah I've seen all of them. I must say. What the fuck is wrong with you? Stop fidgeting. Fucking you. Stop fidgeting. <laughs> Keep that in. Stop fucking fidgeting. Psycho two. Yeah, I've not seen it. No. But you have. You've seen Psycho, right? Yeah, of course I have. I've sure? seen that and the Anne Hesh one. Anne Hesh is butthole. She's butthole. <laughs> Let's all go inside. Don't see me, Kevin Smith. Um, but yeah, I've seen... That's just weird. Yeah, but it's it's, it's the same dude as well, the same actress, yeah. uh, Anthony Perkins, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Anthony Perkins, yeah. But it looks completely different. Like, they were, like, talking about it as if it's, like, this completely different beast. Yeah, it is completely, completely set aside from psycho because it's just like he's been to prison yeah and they were quite brave to do it obviously because everybody's like you know oh you can't be the the original movie and all this stuff but the whole concept of it is a bit weird he's obviously come out and he's gone back to where he lived and he's gone back to the house and he's got now got a job and and all this stuff and then he's got a love interest it's like it's very far-fetched but Fair yeah, enough. Not one of my favourites. Maybe maybe I might might swerve that one. Um this one though. I don't think I've seen it. Cujo. You don't think I don't you, know if I have or not. You'd know if you'd seen this. I know, because I've seen so many clips though, and I know the story yeah. very well because I've read the book, but yeah. I don't know if I've seen it. I D Wallace and I would remember it, surely, because fucking hell, it's just a big Saint Bernard <laughs> attacking a bloody car. That is that is basically the whole movie and you've got a lovely uh collector's edition yeah collector's v- edition well you got the vhs, I got VHS well. yeah yeah as well oh, yeah yeah that's nice but it's one of the ones i think i want to watch because i don't f- remember watching i it. don't see i don't know if you'll be a big fan of it you might be a bit bored and stuff but it's one of those films when you watch when you're younger again that's quite harrowing because you don't see stuff like that, you know what I mean? That fucking dog that's bitten by a bat. It's, it's not his bloody fault, is it? That's the end of no, the day. No, no, no. sad, if but, anything. But it's a story about survival. and Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty full on. But, you know, shit gets fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> D. Wallace gets, gets, gets it on with a baseball bat. Fuck it out. But, um, She's the ultimate mum. Definitely, I mean, watch it, but I don't think you'll like it. You won't go, oh, fucking amazing film. You know what I mean? It's just, it's quite a slow burn. But could they remake that? Great, a, that today with Stephen King? Do you think? Is that possibly? Do you think that would get any traction? But like, I made phone booth, and that was just a man in a phone booth. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so weird. Talk bringing up that sleepaway camp. Obviously, we did that a few episodes ago. 
And we watched, both we, watched it for the first time. Yeah, need we say more? What a movie. Fucking hell. I love that bit. I just love the clip when they showed the fucking, the ending again. <laughs> ah! Oh, ending, yeah. Fucking hell. Not the cook watching all the children running going, <laughs> I call them baldies, or whatever it is he calls them. Fucking That's so, sick so film, wrong. man. So but they were so right in some of the things that they were saying, the fact that the it was not just another um, sort of camp Crystal slasher, Lake sort of yeah. slasher. It had such a fucking different edge to it, oh, and yeah, the fact that, that the... that's the good thing about it. I yeah, just like, it's just that's why I liked it. It so was much. so cool. I'd love to watch that again. Uh, I, lo- I I won't get that feeling back again because I had not. I, I didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. And I was like, what is going on? And I was like, who's the killer? Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> and then that happens. It's like, what the fuck? It's yeah. the biggest what the fuck moment for me. It's this so year. fucking weird. This man. year, hands down. <laughs> And I'm so glad that I was late to the party because I don't know how I, did, how I missed this one. And I don't know how I didn't get the end spoiled. Fucking. But I love it. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Awesome one. Next one, obviously, we've seen. Well, I've seen it. Uh, Christine, another Stephen yeah, King yeah, beat. Classic. The classic um, car horror from Stephen King. Car killer. Car killer. The killer car. He loves his killer cars, doesn't he? Yeah, but there's that. They were right. That scene is like you got one thing. I mean, the whole movie is kind of like it's dated. It's very dated if you watch it now. I I think, um, but that scene where the car gets smashed up and then puts itself together again, fucking mm. great. Yeah, it's cool. But you know, I don't know. That movie needs. If they were going to do it, it, would have to be updated. I think, mm. and I'm not sure. It's I'm not really sure it would get an audience. Mm. One of the ones where I don't think they could do it. Maybe but not. Prove me wrong, killer car. Mm. Maybe. <coughs> and it's one of Stephen King's, like, it's very, been parodied quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I know they did the Treehouse of Horrors for Simpsons and stuff, did that one. So, yeah, no, good. Good, good little couple of couple of Stephen Kings for 1983. Mm. Well, and 1982. He's got his, he's got his, like, little... DNA all over a fucking eighties, isn't he? Of course he has. Of course he has. Can't wait to find out what the next one is. But that's Hot two property. years then. Was there anything else that you picked up on it? In because they did a couple of sex segments as well, didn't they? Yeah, I like they did a bit on special effects, didn't they? Like the, that's I love that bit, like the greats of the special effects, like Tom Savini's, Rob Botines, and all that kind of stuff. And they had one of my favourite bits in it. You know the bit where um, Jason, I think it's the third one where he falls through the machete yeah I love that that's just mental special effects one of my favourite Friday the 13th moments I can't remember I think it's very I think it's um, uh, he goes to Manhattan yeah Jason takes Manhattan Jason takes Manhattan there's a lovely meme that keeps popping up everywhere now it's where he's just walking through the streets and just kicks the hi-fi the hi-fi the punks (laughs) are on the side of the Uh, that's funny man (coughs) I love that yeah, it's some great little special effects that they went through. Like, obviously went through Rob Bottin, talked about the fucking American Werewolf in London, mm. talked about that versus the Howling and all that sort of stuff. That was cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking great. Very well put together. Again, another cracking couple of years discussed. Definitely. Absolutely. Mm. Okay, so next time we'll be obviously talking about 84 and 85. Mm. <gasps> 84 and 85, there's some good shit coming up. There is indeed. The 85 was a fucking... Canny wit. 85 as, was a... As uh, Paul would say, Geordie Paul. Cracking, yeah. Canny wit. Right then, we got to move on to our movie from the vault. I knew the stage 
which I picked. Okay, so last episode I picked Near Dark, the 1987 Near Dark, starring uh, Bill Paxton. The R.I.P. The sexy Lance Henriksen, you know, pump, old Pumpkinhead. Adrian Pas- Adrian Pasta as Caleb. He was a dude from Heroes. Yeah, I'm he not, plays yeah, uh, I that, one of the but... Petrelli brothers. I can't remember which one. Not Nathan. Yeah. I think it was the other one. But I was so cool. But it, I couldn't. I couldn't see it because it was so bloody. Oh, I'll talk about it yeah, in a minute. Don't spoil it. Uh, Jenny Wright as well as May. But yeah, so basically, the movie is about a small town farmer. Farmer's son reluctantly joins a traveling group of vampires after he was bitten by a beautiful drifter. Never in once is the word vampire mentioned in the oh, whole no. fucking movie. Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What's but, the problem then? <laughs> all right, so we got to tell a story about this one. So Matt's, There's always a bloody story. <laughs> yeah, Matt's got um, a, a lovely collection of VHSs coming on. A lot of shell X rentals, X rentals, most and, of them. And this one isn't. This was a normal copy, wasn't it? It's not an mm, X rental. Yeah, copy. I picked up for ninety nine p. We just watched them, so we we couldn't find it for love nor money. It's really hard to get. It's, it's basically it's not on any streaming sites. Um, you can't buy it at the moment on Blu Ray. I don't. Well, definitely not over here. It's really expensive on DVD on like eBay and Amazon. It's like 20 quid. You literally can't even rent it on iTunes. You can't rent it on Amazon. It's nowhere. So we were like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> but lucky, Matt's got a 99p copy and it was definitely not. It was definitely 99p. So he, got the, he dusted off the old VHS player. For, we haven't done that yet. No. Have we? No. Fucking, years. I didn't even think it might. I didn't think it was going to work to be quite honest. Yeah, we were, we were, we so had, had two machines. I brought them both to your house, didn't I? We had a plan B if it was, if it was all going to go Pete Tong, but we got to watch it in the grainy VHS full glory. Oh, it was fucking epic! It was so fucking, it was such a crap copy, but also not that bad. Better than your monster squads. Better than my monster squads. But there's no contrast. DVD rip. There's no contrast cleaning. Nothing. It, we just had to deal with it. It was mm. fucking great, and it had like it had dodgy moments in it as well, where it flickered and all this sort of stuff. It was so fucking cool. I thought I loved it. It just brought the vintage feel to it. I think we should watch them more like this. Yeah, I would. Love, I would love to do that. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, the movie I've never seen. You've seen it before. A long, long time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very long time ago. But what were your like sort of thoughts on re on the rewatch? I remember when I was younger, there was, it took. I remember being a little bit bored between bits because it is it is a little bit of a slow burn. Yeah, um, give a little bit. It does it does draw up to it. But I remember the the biggest thing that stayed in my memory was the Bill the character that Bill Paxton plays, which you'll see like loads of memes and stuff online about it. But that. It's true because the out of the whole thing, out of the whole thing, he's the the best thing about it in my eyes. I Just think finger looking good. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> another eighties movie with some classic fucking lines. Yeah, brilliant one liners. But I think he outshines uh, Lance Henriksen in this, which is like, a big thing to say. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, this is after Aliens as well, isn't it? Yeah, is yeah it? definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just game after. over, man. Game over. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's just, it's it's an interesting little film. Like you say, they don't mention vampires. Um, yeah, you could almost watch it 
and kind of go if if you didn't know if you didn't know that the the, the vampires existed mm. or like the tale the vampires existed, the sort of tale the sort of theory and all that sort of stuff you watched it from that it was quite a dark tale yeah yeah it's really kind of um apart from those moments of like where there's like these what these awesome one liners it's really fucking dark mm. Um, I mean, our copy was dark, but like, <laughs> it's kind of it starts so weird as well because it's like it doesn't really set up any characters that well. It just goes straight into this thing where there's this kind of girl, and this guy's these guys are looking at her, going, "Oh, she's beautiful," and then one of them just walks up to him, and that's it. It just the movie starts. It's a really straight, really strange start. Yeah, and they just I can't remember it. Drive for that. ages, and it's like. This is the most boring Beginning car journey really in the world, weird. and I was like, "What have I fucking made us watch?" It's like it's like um yeah the 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 the, the first twenty minutes is just a cock tease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To put, where, yeah. Where blatantly this guy just wanted to get laid and he's trying everything he can at in the book. Oh yeah, you know he's got be- his lasso. You're beautiful. Let's look at the stars. That don't work. So okay, I'm gonna bring out the the horse. That don't work. And then he brings out the lasso. Yeah, he lasso he lassoes her. Didn't like that at all. She was not having any of it. And then she's like, "Take me home." Yeah. All right, love. <laughs> Calm down. And no, he... take me home now. I was like, "Wow." And it's like the the way Dawn creeps up on them is so fucking weird. They're mm. like the worst vampires in the world throughout the movie. It's like suddenly, and also the contrast between, like the fact that it's sudden, it's dark, it's like nighttime, and apparently it's almost, it's almost always dawn. Mm. Like it's just, it's just there. So how far are they driving? Don't know. Oh, fucking weird. But she, you know, she bites him. Spoilers. Um, and then you know, he's gets turned into a vampire, I suppose. Mm. And then it's sort of like his initiation into their gang, but it's not a gang in the sense of like Lost Boys, 80s. It's definitely not that sort of um, edge to it, is it? No, I mean, it's like, they're like a a ragtag bunch of misfits that have come together in circumstances, but it's just kind of like, it's it's almost like, they're kind of like, you've got to prove your worth to be tagging along with us kind of thing, which is really strange, because obviously May, the girl who entices them in, by mistake let's say she 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 kind of obviously longs for some kind of partner or something or love it's got that undertone to it yeah and it's kind of weird it's kind of like it's almost like two different things going on there's a kind of a bit of an undertone of a love story but then there's another story of acceptance and then there's another story of kind of a family or a sense of belonging because there's that thing with obviously he's got his dad and his sister. Yeah. That he obviously is is kind of like he longs seeing, to go back yeah, and stuff like that. Kind of and there and the whole story of them searching for him. So there's there's kind of a real like again there's another undertone. There's like meanings in it. Do you it had see some what I mean? Real themes in it, which yeah. I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I was expecting. I was expecting the reason I picked it because I was expecting silliness. And right. like oh, wacky, really? and yeah, I was expecting like right. not like Lost Boys, just a stupid fucking vampire movie with loads mm. of blood and gore. That's what I was expecting. Yeah, and then I got something else. 
Like mm. I suppose it got I had it had depth of story, yeah. and it did have this sort of like miserable element of being a vampire. They're sort of surviving, but they're sort of not. I mean, it's the you know one of them's got the, they've got they're sort of all looking up to Lance Hendrickson's character where he's got a you know he's kind of together I suppose with somebody ish mm. they 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 do form some kind of relationship and then no one else has sort of got anyone and they all sort of kind of seem to long for it even the kid vampire you yeah. know wants something yeah and that's like that threw me a little bit I was like oh that's not what I expected but then, then you've got the bar scene yeah which is fucking that great it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh, like the tension and stuff is like crazy and then, yeah it kicks off so yeah it's, it's it's a weird it's a weird one because the pacing it's a, a bit off um obviously it's directed by Catherine Bigelow and it's like her first movie right like okay. ever so it's kind of like and remind everyone of what she's done again she's done Hurt Locker she's done Hurt Locker's good that's enough. it yeah um she's done uh Hurt Locker Zero Dark Thirty uh and she did do you remember have you watched Strange Days Strange Days, no, oh, mate, it's a really good movie. But you're all, that's their war movies, movie, aren't they? Strange Days isn't is a bit of a futuristic kind of movie. Okay, but yeah, the other two's are kind of, kind of are kind of like real political war movies, like Zero Dark Thirty. Well, political. Fuck yeah. But, but but yeah, this I mean, this was her first first ever kind of directorial role. So Bloody yeah, hell. I mean, I'm not gonna say it shows, but you know, fair play to us. You know, she's trying it. And um, it's 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 a massive cult movie. It's got a lot of big cult following. Really? A lot of big fans. Yeah, massively, massively cult following. You can see why. Again, it didn't do massively great at the cinema, uh, at the box office, but rentals and stuff like that. It's got a massive fan base. Uh, some of the just the one liners are going to get everyone all day, and like that bar scene was immense. The shootout and stuff like that. The 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 pain. Mm. Uh, you do see some. Re- the, there is some real, um, like pain to their to yeah. them as well, as well as like they're fucking nasty bastards. Mm. There's an awesome scene with a bloody truck near the end as well. Mm. I mean, a lot of it's Bill Paxton in this. Yeah. He sort of does really sell it. The the Lance Henderson, even though he's he's supposed to be the the dad, but then the sacrifice at the end as well, yeah. and the way they sort of, uh, I I think this one plays up to the emphasis of this obviously it's called near dark but then it should be maybe called near morning because <laughs> just like every single time they seem to just be, before dawn i told you they're like the worst vampires in the world they know they're not allowed to go out in the sun but they they're nomads so they've got nowhere to go they don't give a shit though do they? they're, they're just, just like, they're just getting burnt it's, i like i like the way they can i like the costume designs and stuff mm. like that it's really cool like they're all kind of like kind of like i don't know i don't want to say like i don't know they've got their own kind of original kind of styles yeah because uh, i mean they they touch on the lance henriksen's like from fucking ages colonial ago. times and, yeah and he's like let put it this way i fought for the south and yeah. we lost and stuff like that <laughs> um so but you don't really they don't really touch on all the other eras where the others came from much really or well, i might have missed it but i think that is it homer the kid, yeah, I think he's meant to be really old, like, but he's obviously stayed youthful because he's a vampire. That reminded me a little bit of Interview Which, with a Vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But in view of vampires a book though, isn't it? Yeah. So they yeah. sort of could start. She could. They could have stole that idea from there. Mm. It's just a very interesting take on it. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a weird, it's a strange little movie, but it, it how it kind of has its place. But it, I don't know. I didn't know whether I really liked it or just liked it a bit. It's, it's, <laughs> I can't put myself. I can't put my finger on it. But Bill Patterson's fucking amazing. The cast is brilliant. The storyline's all right. Um. But I don't know. It's a weird one. I, I, I think, find it really hard to kind of judge it. I think because of the pacing, mm. it was. But it, that that was the only thing that sort of like I maybe kind of maybe a, a little bit annoyed mm. with it. But the fucking wackiness of it, and like I said, the fact that they're it's such a different take on the vampires. It concentrates on the the sun sort of style, which I mean maybe Blade does that to an extent. But I do like the way that they kind of get burnt yeah they don't get like instantly blow up as soon as a bit of sun comes i like the way that kind of right at the start um caleb is kind of obviously been bitten and he's walking through the desert and he's he's not getting burnt but he's getting charred yeah and i love that but i love <laughs> the fact that when they get burnt they get kind of like crispy <laughs> yeah and charred before they kind of and I in that shootout scene easy. when they're like shooting the little cabin that they're in and the bullets are going through and oh, that's the one bit i remember when i was a kid was when you know when uh, bill patterson shoots i think a shotgun through the door and because the light comes in it just hits him in the chest and um, i always remember that part i remember that part all the time but i love that bit that's awesome that's a really really good bit yeah and then he did a weird thing which i maybe this, I, I didn't i i didn't like maybe i didn't like the uh, blood transfusion to sort of turn him back into a human yeah um i did I, yeah i don't know what you you'd rather not they're just forever a vampire once because i know mm. you like your twilight so <laughs> did they do it to may as well yeah so yeah they're like so they bring her they're back. Like better now yeah yeah which is why then i was like well they never mentioned they were vampires it's, and it felt like more of a it did fit they did make it feel more like a disease yeah, like a virus. Like a virus than it, they were actually vampires. It mm. made, like, the whole sun thing and, you know, the fact that he's allergic to sun and it was making him, oh, that's still, you know, because it didn't, they didn't really dive into the blood. No. Even though they, that, there was that bar scene where, and, you know, and they ate, they sort of, like, drank it, but even there, it didn't feel Not like, for long, did they? They it didn't feel like a, ne- like a needed it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Apart from Caleb when he first turns when he's like yeah. stomach problems and he's just like looks like he's on drugs yeah um apart from that the others look fine because they're just getting i suppose because they're getting regular feeds and yeah stuff. i suppose it's just a bit yeah it's a bit bizarre they didn't they, <clears throat> they didn't sort of like they sort of did a little montage i suppose where they would do they did do the feeding but that wasn't the their main focus i no. felt it did, was m- the big thing i thought watching bliss at fry fest i wonder if um Joe Vegas like had any like watching near dark with that kind of illness when they get ill kind of like it felt like the bit where the main character in that when she gets ill felt a bit like yeah I know what you're saying dark I wonder if he's took any inspiration from that or anything that'd be a good question for him should be quite interesting shoot it shoot it his way but yeah worst vampires in the world they need to stay away from the dark (laughs) sorry the sun the sun yeah the, the dawn the dawn come on come on guys find someone to hold up right 
Give me some Matt's facts, please. Cool. So, apparently when they were filming, there was like a train in, in, uh, intersection just outside where they are filming. So, it was really, really noisy and stuff. So, apparently one night, the, the train had stopped and the people, the workers were getting off and stuff. And Bill Paxton was in full, like, makeup. The bit where he had like half a face missing. Oh yeah. And and basically, basically ran up to them and they shit themselves. <laughs> and he said, "Oh, if you think this bad, this is bad. You should see the other guy." And apparently, they just like were, were like shocked, like in seeing him, which I I just thought that was a funny. Yeah, that's quite a funny as fuck. A funny little kind of uh, um thing, um, but at the time it was being shot, um, future husband of Catherine Bigelow. Which yeah. is uh, James Cameron suggested that rather than going looking casting for people, why don't she take some of his cast from Aliens? So obviously Bill Paxton's in it, uh, Jennifer uh, Jennifer Gorson, yeah, uh, Lance Henriksen, Spish. So yeah, yeah, man. So apparently he was like, just have those guys. That's I'm sure cool. They'll do it. So he probably he just lent, lent them over to her to have. That's cool. <clears throat> Um, apparently uh, the producer of the film uh, said to Catherine Bigelow uh, basically if you don't do this right uh, within the first five days and get on with it and do a good job within the first five days uh, you're going to lose your job (laughs) and she didn't lose her job so good things but apparently that's what he said I don't know whether it's true but you never know um if you you know the scene where Caleb's going through the town uh, when he's sick at the start, obviously yeah. when he's just turning stuff. If you look in the background, I didn't see this on this. I read this up. Uh, you can see Aliens uh, is is basically playing at the cinema. Really, in the background. Yeah. Oh, no, I missed that as well. Which is cool. I missed it totally, but I have to go back and have a look at it. Um, originally, uh, Johnny Depp went for the role of Caleb. Okay. He actually went for um, auditions. Wow. Yeah. Auditions. I mean, what was like... So his first movie was Nightmare on Elm Street. And that was like, what, 83? Something like that, 84? Yeah. Okay, so he, I guess he wasn't doing a lot then. No, not, like, not loads of loads. He was no. definitely not famous. No. Definitely not. Um, there, you know, One of the trucks that goes past uh, Bill Patton's character... Uh, when he's thumbing down people for lifts, yeah. one of the trucks that goes by that's, that's um, giving him the finger is um, James Cameron driving in that truck. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's so cool. At all. Um, and there is, apparently, there was an alternate ending um, wrote for the movie, which was interesting. So, obviously, the original ending... Um, May gets turned back to normal as well as Caleb. There's an alternative ending where um, Caleb and May don't change and they they kind of walk off into the sunset. But Caleb's sister is holding Caleb's hand and then she starts to burn also and starts to die. And they were saying that basically alluding to the fact that she got bit when she gets abducted by homer so it's a kind of little twist oh okay they thought it was just too dark and they preferred the blood transfusion ending but mm. it was quite it's quite interesting and touching on earlier obviously it came out exactly slap bang the same year as uh lost boys oh yeah 
and there is a connection because Homer, the little kid in this, yeah, his half brother is Jason Patrick that's in Lost Boys. That's fucking so cool. There is a little connection. Ooh, your favorite movie? Probably the better out of the two. What's that? Near Dark. How oh, dare you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you rating it, there, boy? Near Dark. Um, I don't know. I, I. I kind of want a nice Blu-ray package to come out of it with loads of extras to kind of... But I don't know how much extras they'd have out of it because I don't know. I mean, you know, but um, I don't know. I'm indecisive, so I'd say six breaths out of ten for me. It's, I'm also sort of swaying towards that. It's sort of above average, but it didn't move me to give it anything more than that. I'd definitely give it another watch. Yeah. Uh, maybe on some good sexy fucking Blu-ray with some good, extras, but good fucking lines in it though. Yeah, there is. And Bill Paxton really alone is just like maybe it was a five, but Bill brings it up to a six. I just think the pacing. Hmm. Mm. That issues for me to get it any further than a six. Mm. Coolio, good, good, good first movie. You know what I mean for a director. Yeah. You know. Good pick by me. Good pick. Different pick. Something like you would pick, Lost Boys. Um, okay. Right, it's your pick. It is my pick. Talking about picks. Pickety pick pick. Pickety pick pick pick. So. Let's have it. It's my pick. And on the next episode, we will be watching The Exorcist. Seriously? 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 Yes. The Exorcist. Wow. Wow. Okay. I want you to get scared. Oh my God. I'm going to have to watch this with Daniel again. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, that's a big. We haven't done a kind of like, um, a kind of uh, demony one for a while. I think. I think so. We need to get one on the go. That's big, man. That's big. All right, fair play. Fucking hell, man. For, I'm excited to talk about. <laughs> I'm excited, but I got to do some. You got to go to tap, mate. You got to go to town with your fucking Matt's fans. I've got half of them already, mate. Yeah, I bet. Up here in my head. <laughs> Oh my god, that's exciting. Alright, cool. Good time. Right, Let well, the good times roll. That's a great episode, yeah, buddy. Um, so what like so we're saying like that's episode forty, I think, as well. Are we on episode thirty nine? Yes, we are. Fucking hell, it's episode forty. That's why good. I thought forty putting the stops naughty, out. A bit of a naughty forty, we'll go big. Go, I mean it's go over big. four it's over forty years old. Yeah, now. Just like me. <laughs> Alright, cool. Alright, and um so like fine wine. Next episode we'll be doing could be served with meats, cheese. For our main review, we'll be doing, um, hopefully doing Little Monsters. We'll try Possibly. again. Maybe. Um, some screen back, we'll be going back into the In Search of the Darkness and going for 84 and 85. Can't bloody wait. Watch it. Find it. And we're going to be talking about it. And then Matt's just pulled a fucking absolute demon out of his pocket. Fucking The Exorcist. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god. Oh, freaks. What's his name? William, William Freaking. Freaking himself. Freaking. Freaking. William Freaking. William Freaking again. Oh, fuck it out. You're going to be freaking your pants. I am going to poo myself. <laughs> <laughs> and on that turn, note. You've got to turn lights out for that one, mate. Oh, mate. On that note, there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at DrawOneLastBreathPod at Hotmail.com. <laughs>